This straight-edge gang is too intense for my blood. Today I'm talking about straight-edge kegger. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends, and welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about Straight Edge Kegger, which is a horror film with a great name, and I thought it was pretty good, uh, because it's a little bit grimy, and uh, yeah. So without further ado, let's get started. In my experience, there are two kinds of people who make big lifestyle changes. There are people who make the change because it has a great impact on their life and may publicly celebrate its impact. Then they're what I'll dub the evangelicals, the people who are shouting out the gospel of their choices day in and day out and seemingly judging everyone in their path who isn't doing it. This goes from for everyone, from craft beer enthusiasts to CrossFit fanatics and even my own vegetarian and vegan crowd. It's one thing to celebrate what you do and believe. It's another thing to push it on others or ramp up the intensity. Which brings us to this low-budget horror siege movie, Straight Edge Kegger. The film follows Brad, a straight-edge young man who's disillusioned with his particular group. Despite enjoying the sober lifestyle and the related punk shows, Brad is put off by the dictatorial actions of his friend and the group's de facto leader, James. Soon, Brad is experimenting with substances, while James broods and eventually decides to take things up a notch. All of which comes to a head when Brad goes to a house party with beers aplenty and James' crew arrives with violent intent. Straight Edge Kegger is what I'll dub charmingly low budget. It's a movie that's quick, simple, and feels like it was written and made over a weekend. I know it likely wasn't, but I like the feeling that it was. This is aided by the color palette, which is full of early 2000s film grain, very intimate handheld camera work, and a barrage of frenetic punk songs I'd never heard before. It's also ruthlessly efficient at getting its message across and transitioning into a home invasion thriller a la Your Next. The first half of the film is dedicated to Brad's identity crisis. When we first meet Brad, you can tell he's disgruntled. He's still straight edge and hanging with his crew, but doesn't approve of James' militant fervor. James is the kind of guy who trashes a young man just for wearing a Budweiser t-shirt and tells a punk band not to play a party song or else he'll kick their ass. That's how he's introduced. Also, you told a punk band not to do something? So Brad is understandably wondering if Straight Edge is still the way, and departs from James while experimenting with a new friend. But because James is a possessive cult leader type, versus an actual leader with human empathy, he doesn't take this well. Now, while I get what the movie is trying to say, I'll admit that it glosses over some of the reasons people go Straight Edge. For some, it is a life-saving or life-changing choice, and not just another club to be a part of. And Brad's first forays into alcohol and weed seem innocent enough, but I can see why it would rub some people the wrong wrong way. The message is, moderation is fine, let people have their fun if they're being safe or be stupid while they're young. But it'd be easy for someone to read this as, don't be a buzzkill. Especially when James and company violently attack a party Brad attends. This segment is where the lo-fi film grain really works in the movie's favor, since everything looks and feels so intense and scary before dudes wearing masks and wielding machetes get involved. And of course, half the people being attacked are so chemically altered they can't fight back properly, think properly, so we've got a bunch of cannon fodder there for the early attack rounds. 
From there, it's a game of cat and mouse as Brad and a potential love interest try to hide, escape, and fight when they have to. It's all familiar, but that visual style I mentioned makes it feel more immediate and intimate combined with the unique setup. The verdict is, it's promising. It's a promising first. There's some wooden acting, and the script could use a few tweaks, but any movie that feels like an interesting blend of Green Room and Your Next is a winner in my book. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Stay safe, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.